Welcome back, dear listeners. I hope you're hearing me loud and clear. So, May 22nd was the 65th edition of the Eurovision Song Contest. If any Americans, which for some reason are 65% of my audience, are scratching their heads right now, allow me to explain what Eurovision is in one sentence. Eurovision is our version of the Super Bowl, with American football being replaced by roughly 39 people, all representing their respective country, singing their hearts out for ultimate victory. Of course, there's a little bit more to that. The reason Eurovision is a thing is because it was created to unite Europe after it endured two devastating world wars. Now, there is more to that as well, but I am here to give you a history lesson. I'm sure there are YouTube videos out there that can explain what Eurovision is way better than I can. Now, as you probably know by now, I'm just here to share my thoughts. And my thoughts are kind of all over the place. I mean, first of all, I just want to pour one out for the UK. As their song, Embers, performed by James Newman, came dead. And I mean dead last. Not only did they receive zero points from the juries, they actually went and scored a double goose egg by also receiving zero points from the European audience. What that means is that Embers failed to reach the top 10 most voted on songs in all of Europe. <laughs> James took it like a champ though. He smiled and spread beer all around him as the live audience cheered for him. And you know what? Those cheers are well deserved. But a country scoring so low that they end up last is nothing special. Hell, that's how competitions work. Am I right? But this year, something really unprecedented happened. You see, Eurovision has this thing called the Big Five. They're the five countries that contribute the most funds towards the festival, which grants them a secured spot in the finals, meaning that France, Spain, Germany, Italy, and yes, the United Kingdom never have to participate in the semifinals. Unfair. Well, considering that the Big Five haven't been doing very well in recent history, the unfairness is somewhat mitigated. But what was that about an unprecedented happening that I just mentioned at the start of this paragraph? Well, of the Big Five, three countries, in this case Spain, Germany, and here we go again, the UK, received zero points from the public. Throw the Netherlands into the mix, whose song Birth of New Age, performed by Giangu Macroy, also received nothing from the public. And might I add that we were hosting this year's Eurovision Song Contest, so it stings a bit more. And you get four countries that all receive no love from the public. And that has never happened before. But there is a good reason why so many countries got zero public points this year. And no, it's not because their songs sucked. Matter of fact, in my humble opinion, this was the strongest finale in years. So many great acts that made choosing a winner a very difficult task. But this finale had a few real strong contenders for the crown. Technically, it's uh, actually a glass microphone, but crown sounds cooler. And these contenders simply absorbed the most votes. Finland, Ukraine, 
and France all received well above 200 points from the public, which is a lot. But it doesn't even come close to Italy, who won with 318 points from the public. Adding to that the 206 jury points, which funnily enough were 42 fewer jury points than what France got, and you get a total score of 524 points. Now, did Italy, and more specifically Morneskin, which is Danish from Moonshine, the band who represented Italy this year, did they deserve to win this year's edition of Eurovision? Personally, I'd answer this question with a hell to the yes. <laughs> I love rock music. But rock music doesn't really have a pristine track record with Eurovision. So when the lead singer of Morneskin accepted the glass microphone and said, Rock and roll never dies, I felt that. Sadly, there was also some post-Eurovision drama concerning members of the Italian band snorting cocaine, but as far as I know, those charges were dropped after a short investigation. Okay, so I basically described how this year's Eurovision went down, but what do I think about it? Do I like it? Well, of course I do, else I wouldn't be talking about it, would I? But why do I like it? Well, let me just say that Eurovision is, as far as I know, the only competition where you both have contestants who decide to sing passionately about things such as self-love and mental health, and contestants who honestly just don't give a shit and sing about being incapable of hate while one of the background dancers is dressed as a giant middle finger. And yes, that actually happened. That was Germany's song titled, I Don't Feel Hate. And when they heard, they also received a big fat goose egg from the public. Jendrik, who performed this song, actually cheered. And I love him for that. I love that for him. And I love that about Eurovision because even though it still officially is a contest and there are plenty of parties involved who want to secure the W, at the end of the day, Eurovision is a continent-wide party where Europeans from all over can participate, and also Australians and Israelis. And for some reason this year, Flo Rida, yes, <laughs> world-famous American rapper Flo Rida teamed up with San Marino, and I loved it. Public didn't, though. They only got like 13 points from the public. Anyway, as I was saying, Eurovision is a party. A celebration of creativity, music, love in all its shapes and sizes. All the things that make us special and all the things that make us the same. And yes, there's also drama, cringeworthy attempts at comedy, live performances that grate at the eardrums. But I wouldn't want to have it any other way. As for you, I'll see you when I see you. Hear me later, dear listeners. Goodbye. <laughs>